0: Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart.
1: Well, thanks. You are certainly given from the heart. We're, you know, again, it's, it's, it's a 100% match. And where uh, else can you get a 100% return on an investment? If somebody gives you a 100% return on an investment in the stock market, it's a scam but here is not a scam 100 percent match brings the gospel to more and more people so again it's such an honor to do this and i'm so grateful that you afford the privilege to all of us here at relevant radio to to be part of this this is your station so that said let us pray in the name of the father the son of the holy spirit In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And before we open the big book on the coffee table, there are two words in this version of the memorari that I want to comment on. Uh the they it's thine intercession. I, I don't know if you realize that thou in English is the familiar form. And we don't use it anymore. You is formal, thou is informal, like do in German or two in Spanish. Uh uh, those are uh, uh informals. And thou thou knowest that's informal. And the reason that it sort of sticks around in prayer, why would we address God informally? Because you can try to be formal with God. It isn't going to work. He knows you when you sit and when you stand and uh, there's no hiding anything from him. So you can talk to God using the, 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 thou form. But it's interesting because thine is, is it's related to mine. And it's it's there's a consonant in there when you start the next word with a vowel that's the way they used to do it we would say sought your intercession but we used to say sought thy intercession well it's thine intercession because you put an "n." very interesting i i'm, I'm way off the track let's open the big book on the coffee table enough with the gram i love grammar it's fascinating all right. This is, of course, a, a, a wonderful feast. The, the Saint Paul Miki and companions. The, the office of readings today had the story of of their of his martyrdom and the martyrs of the Japanese uh, martyrs, and it was it's just very beautiful. But that said, let's go to the gospel first. The um, this is kind of important. Where did I put my other little computer? I got lots of computers here. Um, it, the the gospel says, um, Jesus, the said, why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders? The Pharisees ask him, and he says, "You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. How well you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition." I want to explain that. Um, the uh, I think it's kind of important. <sighs> Note, it says, not uphold tradition. Uh, Orthodox Judaism believes greatly in tradition. There's a tradition that's handed on from the elders who ate with God on the holy mountain. But what Jesus is saying is, you you hand down your tradition. And I think that's important. Uh, You hand down your tradition. Tradition is very important in the Catholic faith. But not my tradition, you know. Have you ever run into something? Uh, for instance, uh, what's a good, a good uh, um, example? For instance, uh, we bless throats. Um, it isn't a custom, as I understand, in Mexico. But that's part of tradition. No, that's that's a human tradition. It's a beautiful tradition. But to say someone who doesn't do it is Wrong? No, that's our. That's a human tradition. Human tradition is a wonderful thing, provided you don't assign it uh, a divinity. I, I remember back in the old days, um, when I was a pastor, we did the Old Mass once a month at St. Lambert's, uh, very simply. And uh, one of the parishioners who never had been to the Old Mass came, and uh, she's following it along. She's in the front pew following along on her phone. She, well, I, this woman was just... I don't want to go into it, but she was a woman of great, I think, great sanctity. Well, there was another who woman who tried very hard to look holy, you know, wore the, the the veil and all the stuff, and she looked over. I mean, I'm up at the altar saying the Old Mass, and you don't leave the altar at the Old Mass for anything except the sermon. New Mass, it's more flexible, but Old Mass... You just go through it, the church could be burning up, and you just keep going. Well, I exaggerate, but it's not not too much. Well, this woman is just getting really upset. She's trying to communicate across the house so much that I had to turn around from the offertory and come down. Um, and the pious-looking woman said to the woman who was genuinely pious, Stop playing with your phone! And, and I... I What? She's trying to follow the mass on her phone. Well, she shouldn't be. It's electronic. That's sinful. Wherever did she get the idea that because it was electronic, it was sinful. This poor woman who was trying to follow the mass uh, was humiliated by this. And, And somehow the woman who was considered herself more traditional she didn't understand anything about tradition. <laughs> she didn't understand the sacredness of things. You know, she did all of the external things, but didn't embrace what had been handed on to her from the apostles, Peter and Paul. So the Pharisees handed down their tradition. And let's go to the, the uh, end of the reading, and it was something very inexplicable. Honor your father and your mother. Whoever curses father and mother shall die. You say, if someone says to father and mother, any support you might have had from me is Kurban, you allow him to do nothing more for father or mother. You nullify the word of God in favor of your tradition. The Pharisees were heroic people, they preserved the identity of uh, the the Judean people, the Jewish people in exile. And if you meet a Jew today, that Jew is more te- more properly called te- technically a rabbinic Pharisee. Judaism, well, it's what we say, but rabbinic Phariseeism is really the, the title. So this idea of rabbinic Phariseeism, it has a passion for definition. It's called putting a hedge around the law. We go so far and no farther. It's really very... Noble, but it can get out of hand. For instance, you may not draw water on Sabbath. That is work. Draw water from a well. If, however, there is a rope attached to a bucket, it's at the bottom of a well, and you put the end of that rope around your waist and tie it like a belt, and then walk away from the well, and the bucket follows, you have not drawn water, you have merely been putting on a belt. That's, <laughs> that's Phariseeism. And, and they had a passion for definition. And here we go. You must support your parents. However, if you say anything I would give you is automatically dedicated to the temple, you made a promise to God. If you involve God in something, you got to obey it. Thus, if that person changes his mind and says, I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, am sorry we had the argument, I, I, I'll I'll help you out with the bills, he can't do that because he made a solemn promise that he was going to give it to the temple and he involved God involving the temple. He involved God and thus uh, you know, that the, the, um, he would not be allowed to obey the commandment of God. He, it's crazy reasoning, but it seemed absolutely logical. And we meet a lot of people on left and right who somehow have got this construct going in their mind and what is clearly nuts, Oh, but it makes sense. No, it makes sense to you. It doesn't make sense. That's what's going on in this reading, this idea of dedicating something to God that would have gone to father and mother. It nullifies with the authority of law, as far as the the, the Pharisees of the time of Christ were concerned. It nullified by law anything in the future you might give to your parents. It nullifies your ability to change your mind. It's crazy, but people go there to this day. All right, we're going to take a break. And uh, where are we going? Oh, Father Rocky, that's right. Father Rocky's got something to say, and I'm going to listen.
2: Hi, Father Rocky here. Winter Pleasure Drive is underway, and we've got matching funds this hour so your gift gets doubled. Please help us with our operating costs by making a tax-deductible donation at relevantradio.com or on the app or by calling 877-291-0123. We have a special gift for you. If you can give it the $50 a month level, it's an ornate walnut wall crucifix. This wall crucifix has a solid brass inlay and a gold finished corpus on it. It also comes in a gift box, just in case you'd like to give it to someone special. This pledge drive, we ask you to imitate our Lord by giving from the heart, just as he did for all of us. Give at the $50 a month level for the beautiful wall crucifix and RelentRadio.com, the Relum radio app, Or give us a call at 877-291-0123. Your gift this hour is matched dollar for dollar. Please give from the heart to Relevant Radio.
0: Yeah, definitely take advantage of that dollar for dollar match. Hi, it's Neil Robbins along with Peter Atkinson of the Merry Beggars. Here asking you to give from the heart. Father Simon says we'll continue in just a moment, but we do need your support. And uh, do take advantage of that dollar-for-dollar match at 877-291-0123. You can give on the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. Doesn't matter how big your gift is, large or small, all gifts will be matched when you uh, get a hold of us on the app or the website or 877-291-0123. Zero, one, two, three. We're only twenty-three percent of our need—a three million dollars. We've got a lot of work to do this week, and whatever part of that you can help us with right now, we sure would appreciate it. We're looking for a record this hour of one hundred thirteen. Father Simon fans stepping up to the plate, showing your support for Father Simon and for Relevant Radio. And uh, we could sure use your help right now. So get a hold of us if you can at RelevantRadio.com. The app or 877-291-0123. That's
3: right, Neil. And this is Peter Atkinson from Relevant Radio. You can donate at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Those are probably the most convenient ways. Or you can call 1-877-291-0123. And as Neil said, we are aiming for a record of a record Of 113 people this hour showing up for Father Simon, and we would love your support partner with us. You know, Father Simon mentioned St. Paul Mickey um, as his feast day today. And one of the joys of being at Relevant Radio is we're actually telling his story in an upcoming The Saint series. So we're employing professional actors from Hollywood and bringing them into studio and telling that story so that we can bring the witness of Christ as shown by Paul Mickey and companions to millions of people. And we can't do that without your support. You know, Father Simon, we can't pay for the equipment there, keep the lights on without your support. And when you give you will feel a part of our mission. You will feel that when you listen, you're not just listening to another channel on the dial, you're actually listening to something that you have helped create, and we have a we have a bunch of ways to thank you. If you give a dollar a day at relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or one eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three, if you give a dollar a day, we'll send you a fantastic book. It's the Ave Guide to Scriptural Rosary. It's a little resource that guides you through praying the Rosary. You know, if you feel like your Rosary needs a pep talk, give a dollar a day at relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app. Or one 113 people this hour, Neil.
0: 113, and we're down to only needing 93.92 92 now. 92. Whoa. RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877 Big, small, whatever you can do. We have a dollar-for-dollar dollar match this hour, so it's a great hour to give to Relevant Radio.
1: done the version of it by the gospel quartet but i think this one was better at any rate uh you know i'm kind of big on the communion of saints (laughs) i know that sounds odd but i think of it as the third testament the old testament the new testament and the communion of saints because the treasury of the saints is incredible i mean I don't have time to go into it today. Maybe next week when i got more time to blather, I'll I'll talk about the communion of saints, but to to study the lives of the saints is to study Christianity in action. And, you know, I just want to mention, this is a little bit of an extra shill. I don't know if you've listened to the Mary Beggars, but this is a treasure. Uh, they, they are a wonderful group of performers who do radio drama, which I grew up with radio drama. I'm old enough to remember when you would sit around and watch the radio. And they have a series on the saints. You can just go to the website and get it, um, pull it up. It's it's just great stuff. And uh, uh, that's one of the treasures at Relevant Radio, the the, the, uh, the, the merry beggars. So go listen to the, the, the saint stuff. Because it will strengthen your faith in these very confusing times. All right, let us go now. To, no, no, we're going to continue with the teaching because because there's more stuff I want to talk about in in the first reading. Um, it's just uh, Solomon has dedicated the temple. He's standing before the altar of the Lord. He he. I don't think, at least he shouldn't have been in the priestly sanctuary, that the 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 court of the priests. Was divided, if I've got this right, divided from the court of the of of the men uh, uh, only by a a sort of stairway, a, a, a wide flight of steps. You had to step up, and um, I, I I don't think there was any kind of wall involved. I'll have to look that up, but but you could clearly see the the court if you could if you stood in the court of the men or in the balcony in the court of the women. Uh, You could clearly see into the court of the priest. So he stood before the altar and he stretches out his hands toward heaven. He's praying like a Pentecostal. And he said, Lord God of Israel, there's no God like you in heaven or on earth. You keep your covenant of mercy with your servants who are faithful to you with their whole heart. I take umbrage at that translation I would translate it not umbrage, I mean it's a good translation probably better than I can give you but I want I want to play with it here it says there's no God uh, in heaven uh, uh, above or on earth below uh, guarding or keeping uh, the covenant and the the they call it loving faithfulness in this translation. They say covenant of love, but it's not what it says. It says in the text, it says, who keep the covenant and the chesed. The chesed is an extremely difficult word to, to translate. Uh, it can mean grace. It can mean loving kindness. It can mean love. Rabbi Lefkowitz told me chesed is to do more than the law requires. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, the, it's it's more than you you have to do. God does more than he has to for us. And we, out of love for God, should do more than we have to. You know, people say, does this mass count? You know, go to a wedding mass on Saturday afternoon. Does this mass count, in other words, for Sunday? In other words, can I I really get roaring drunk at the wedding reception and uh, sleep in on Sunday? No, unless it is a Sunday mass with readings, and at the proper time, it does not count. Oh, darn. That's not chesed. Chesed is, if I go to this Mass, can I go to another Mass tomorrow? That's chesed. In other words, I have fulfilled my legal responsibility. Can I do more? That's chesed. And that's what God does for us. So uh, it, it is love that goes beyond the requirement. Uh, so you keep your covenant... What's the covenant that God made with Israel? I will be your God; you will be my people. That's it. We have a covenant that promises a great deal more, as we read in the letter of the Hebrews. And by the way, that song "I've got no, I have no home in this world," it's a paraphrase, part of the letter of the Hebrews. They did could not find an earthly city in which to dwell. But that has nothing to do with this. But this idea of of uh, uh, the covenant, we read in the letter of the Hebrews, that we have better promises. Uh, but the, 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 Israel is still God's people We're grafted into it, but that's an ax I grind other days. So, but then it goes on, uh, you keep your loving kindness towards your servants, your military slaves who walk and that's who walk in your presence with all their heart. What's the translation we have for that? Um, that who are faithful to you with their whole heart, who walk in your presence, the word to walk is very important in Hebrew. Halachic law—it means all the minutiae of oh, you can't eat this, you can't eat that. With that, you got that; those are called halachic laws. But it's the law of walking, how you're to walk in the world. Saint Paul said, in the, I think in the letter of the Romans, he has prepared good works for us that we might walk in them. In other words, God God's call to us is our halakhic law. And that's what we walk in. But but this idea of walking and the the idea of, of presence, let me see where I put it. Uh, okay, got to click on this. Uh, the idea of walking in, it says before you. Yeah, I can mean uh, um, before you, but it really means before your face. That's what it means. A uh, 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 panim is a face, and and there's the word toward, it can mean toward, but I think before is a good translation. Uh, But this idea who walk before your face, uh, I think that, you know, who are faithful to you. Well, that's a good translation, but the ones who walk, and I don't know, maybe I should translate, is a a preposition, uh, a prefix that means toward. So the ones who are walking toward your face, I love that. Turn your eyes on Jesus, as the song says. Look full in his wonderful face. We're walking towards the face of Christ. Uh, 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 it's, it's a beautiful thing. So this idea of he keeps his covenant, and more than that, he keeps his hesed for those servants of his who walk towards his face with all their heart. So that's that's my translation of it. So Oh, gosh. Let's see here. Do we have time to do a letter or two, you think? Let's see here. We got, oh, we got a couple of a couple of few minutes. Oh, there's, oh, good. There's the trumpet, which means I can do the letters. And for some reason, my computer has just, well, I got one here that I can do. Oh, Lord, please turn my computer back on. Good grief is right. Ah, there here it comes. All right. Let's, this is the best okay, computer in the world one. and always will be, right? Right. Well, yes. This. Oh, well, this. Well, this is. This is my laptop. This one, and it is okay. I. I uh, have a thing uh, here that I already have up. Okay. Oh, I, I did mention you should watch Father Rocky's Why should we be quiet in church? It's an axe I like to grind. All right. Let's see here. Okay. This is um. Uh, oh, hey, I did that already. Whenever you enter into a house. Well, let me, let me <laughs> help. I'm drowning in computers. Okay. I'm, I'm good. Okay. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. This is, um, um, let's see here. Okay. This is a a letter that's upset upsetting from John. John is upset about something. Father Simon does more commentary about Judaism, Judaism than about Catholicism. I made the same criticism in email weeks ago, but I was ignored. I did mention it on the radio, John, and it's because ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ, and that includes the Old Testament. And I don't want anyone to be ignorant of Christ. So we study the Old Testament, which is kind of a document written in uh, Hebrew. All right, moving along. I think it's pretty funny. All right. I, I didn't ignore you, John. Uh, I answered you the second time I'm answering you. Okay, let's see here. Oh, I hear music in my head. All right. Um, I, I didn't give you the phone number. The phone numbers um, to call in to ask questions is 888 888-914-9149. We'll be right back.
0: And Father Simon, we are moving the needle this hour here during our Give, the, Give from the Heart Pledge Drive. Neil Robbins along with Peter Atkinson of the Mary Beggars here at Relevant Radio. Our Entertainment Division, 877 291 is the phone number to call, but it is fast, easy, secure over at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. We are looking for 113 Father Simon says, fans, to step forward and support our Give from the Heart Pledge Drive, can you be one of those 113 to get a hold of us this hour? If uh, if we can get to 113, it's going to be a new hourly record, and we, we need 83 more people, 82 more people now to step forward and help us out. Give what you can. We have matching funds. Give what you can at RelevantRadio.com, on the app, or at 877-291-0123.
3: That's right, and Father Simon was saying how... God gives us more than we have to and I think Relevant Radio tries to imitate God's generosity. They deliver programming you, you know there are there is this percentage of our listeners who listen all the time, but my guess is you you don't have the time to listen to all of the material, the content, the storytelling, the faith that Relevant Radio is giving you, and that's because Relevant Radio tries to live as God asks us to live with generosity, and we invite you to do that too. You you can give to Relevant Radio, feel a part of the family, and make a difference. You know your your support is what keeps us running. We don't get federal funding. We don't get nope. um. We don't no government in the world is, is funding us, it is entirely funded by our listeners. So when we come to you, we're inviting you to partner with our mission and help us expand. You can give to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or call 1-877-291-0123. And just as God asks us to imitate him in uh, in sacrifice and love, he also asks us to imitate him in generosity. We need your support, and your support will invite you into our family. You'll be giving from your heart and enabling Father Simon to continue, you know, struggling with his computer, <laughs> making all of your computer <laughs> struggles relatable, bringing Winnie Pooh memories back to the broadcast. He, he, I mean, when I listen to Father Simon, I feel like I'm sitting down with a friend, with a Catholic priest who I've known my whole life. Um, And that's what Relevant Radio is for you and for so many other people. And your support helps us expand. I mean, every time I talk to Father Rocky, he's telling me about a new radio tower that we're on um, in another state elsewhere. So your work, your support helps us expand our mission to bring Christ to the world through the media Give now. We're uh, just under uh, where we want to be in terms of the overall pledge drive, but we want this hour to be a power hour. 113 is what we're aiming for. Step up. You can give at relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app, one 877 Give from the heart.
0: Listener-supported radio. Talk that brings Christ to the world. Welcome back to the Relevant Radio Winter Pledge Drive. Give from the heart.
1: while you're giving from the heart <laughs> when you're done giving from the heart you can call in to ask questions at 888-914-9149 888-914-9149 i got a lot of lines open there uh, and the 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 line to to shell out bucks is uh, what is it it's 877-291-0123 and uh, uh, and you can, you can, you can give on the app also, but just, I just want to again say thank you. It is such a privilege to do this and you're keeping my mind going, which is a prodigious work. But, um, so do call in at 888-914-9149. That's 888-914-9149. And I'll do my best to answer questions, but I want to go back to letters here. This is kind of interesting. It's from an anonymous person. If a Catholic is in an irregular marriage, I know that person can go to mass but not receive communion. But how much can that person be involved in parish ministries? Is it okay for that person to volunteer in committees or in the nursery or help with catechism classes or minister to the poor? There is a saying uh, in Latin, but I will say in English, no one gives, oh, let me say it in Latin, Namo dot quote on Hobbit. No one gives what they haven't got. In other words, if you can't receive communion and you become a communion minister, that's ridiculous. But I think in, in a general principle, a, a liturgical ministry, as a pastor, I would never have a person who was not in, um, well, in, in a state of grace. You know, technically speaking, oh dear, this is kind of harsh, but meh. You know, if you're if you are married to someone uh, civilly who is not your spouse, let's think about this. The usual situation is you're married outside a church, because one person was already married, or both people were married, and you got to get that uh, taken care of. Now there are two things. There's an annulment, which says there was never uh, a marriage that that. You might have fulfilled the external appearance of marriage, but the, con- the covenant didn't happen because within a covenant is built a contract, and the marriage contract was not valid. Uh, what's the marriage contract? You promise three things. You promise to be faithful. You promise to be uh, uh, permanent in your marriage, and you promise to be open to life. You can almost put those uh, three Fs, faithfulness. Uh, or fidelity, or faithfulness, uh, 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 forever, and uh, and fertility. <laughs> you know, you may not be given children by the Lord, but you have to be open to that possibility. So, uh, those are the those are the elements of the covenant. You must be free to make the covenant. You you must be sane enough and old enough to enter into a covenant. Um, so that's the process of annulment is to say these conditions were not met. I was forced into marriage by my situation, or I was not mature enough, or I was mentally ill. My spouse was mentally ill or, or, uh, there was dishonesty. You know, so that's an annulment. There was no marriage. Now the other one, if, if two people get married in court, uh, say a Catholic marries a non-Catholic outside of court or outside of church. And that, that, uh, um, marriage doesn't work out and they divorce and they want to marry they've come back to the faith they want to marry a good catholic they want to live a catholic life but there's this first civil marriage well a catholic has to be married in the catholic form uh and more is expected of us and for it to be valid it must be in the the proper form unless there's a dispensation. So what happens then is what's called a declaration of nullity of that first marriage. It's, it's very simple. It's what they call a paperwork case. You get the, the the marriage certificate, the divorce certificate, the baptismal certificate. You bring them to the priest. You fill a little questionnaire and boom. Um, it, it's much simpler than an annulment. But you got to do that. And people say, why do I have to do all the paperwork for marriage? Oh, she's not worth it. He's not worth it. Well that's not what I mean that's what you're saying you know that it's not worth all of the all of the the hoops to jump through if you can't jump through a few paperwork hoops good luck with marriage quite frankly but that's not the purpose of it we 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 guard marriage with sanctity making sure that that you're free to marry and that your intention is proper all that said now having forgotten the original question um if a person is married to a per, another, if a Catholic is married to a person outside the church, that covenant bond has not been formed. And you may only have intimate relations in a covenant. God, as I said yesterday, only works through covenant. And if you're not in a covenantal marriage, then you're not in a state of grace if you are having intimate relations and you're not in a covenant marriage. Now, you can abstain from intimacy and go to confession and be in a state of grace. My point in saying about the state of grace is that for someone to have a public or liturgical ministry and they're not in a state of grace, no one gives what they do not have. You're trying to help people grow in grace when you are outside of a state of sanctifying grace. And in humility, you should say, yeah, that's the truth. Now, ministering to the poor, work in the soup kitchen, help clean the church, those are not public ministries. In other words, the liturgy and the teaching ministries really, I think, necessitate a person being in right relationship to God and to Christ's bride, the church. Uh, however, uh, you know, that's uh, uh, you know it's kind of an important thing uh, um, to do. Now, minister to the poor, that's a kind of repentance. You know, that that's a noble thing that, that draws you closer to Christ. So no problem with that. Work the soup kitchen, help clean the church, uh, visit the sick, all that sort of thing. You know, the, those those ministries are, are, I think, appropriate for people who are on their way returning to the church. So I hope that answers your question, um, Anne, Anonymous. All right. Now, let's go to a word of the day very quickly. I got a letter... There's the hip bong. Asking about is there any relation between the word korban in today's gospel and the word kurbanah, which some Christians call the Holy Mass? Yes, Eastern Assyrian Christians, uh uh Church of the East, they call the Mass the Qurbana, the sacrifice, and it's exactly the same word. Exactly the same word. So there, good insight. And uh um mass was called the corbana probably long before it was called mass and mass is a sacrifice all right let's go to the phones let's go to the phones Captain oh we, i'm sorry no phones we'll beat the phones in just a minute we got a miracle moment and i really like miracles
0: changing lives in your neighborhood and across the nation here's another relevant radio miracle moment here's a note that comes in from Nikki. She says, I lead a Bible study for teen girls, and this week our topic is modesty. I write the lessons myself, and of course, on such an important topic, I'm struggling with content, spiritual warfare. Any tips on how to talk about modesty and what the Bible and the catechism say could be most helpful? She says, God bless you, Cyrus, Relevant Radio, and all the good work you're doing to help form my husband, our two homeschooling children, and me, on a daily basis, on the beauty of the Catholic faith, I'll be praying for you. That's so nice of you, Nikki. But I'm going to do this, if you don't mind. I would rather defer to a different host here at Relevant Radio, Timory. She's young herself, and she's quite knowledgeable on these topics. So I am just pressing send, and boom, Timory will have it momentarily. Touch a heart and change a soul by donating to Relevant Radio today. And the Relevant Radio gift from the Heart Pledge Drive rolls on, Father Simon says. And Neil Robbins, along with Peter Atkinson of the Merry Beggars here at Relevant Radio, helping Father Simon this hour raise some shekels. 877 291 Give on the Relevant Radio app or at relevantradio.com. Just listening to that miracle moment a moment, uh, just a moment ago. One of the great things about giving to Relevant Radio is to check on how your money is doing the impact of your money is having is you just turn on the radio and within a few minutes, you're going to hear uh, somebody chime in or send, you know, one of us read an email on the air of of a miracle happening in somebody's life. And uh, that's all you have to do. Just turn the radio on or tap the app on your phone and you're going to hear in short order how your how your donation is impacting somebody's life. Maybe Relevant Radio has impacted your own life. Give right now. We have matching funds, relevantradio.com, the app or 877 291 And Peter, we've crossed the halfway mark of the number of listeners that we need to chime in to give it. this hour. So we're down to 54 people. We need 54 more people to help support Relevant Radio this hour.
3: That's right. 54 people to step up and say, I want to be part of the Relevant Radio family You want to listen to Relevant Radio and know that when you are listening to it, you are listening to something that you helped create. Whether it's $5, $10, $1,000, $1,500. We had Mary from Appleton, Wisconsin give $2,000. Thank you. That's a shout out for Wisconsin. We had Raymond from Darien, Illinois give $1,200. We had... Tony from Brampton, Canada give $75 which I All believe right, is our, our first ever uh, for this pledge drive foreign gift, right? From Canada from Brampton, which I have found <laughs> uh, I have looked it up it's called the Flower Town of Canada. Who well, knows of why? course I could have you know? told
0: I could have told you that. Yeah, that's yeah right. of course.
3: But if you want to if you want to give a shout out to your town, if you want to help Relevant Radio's mission continue, Go to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or call 1-877-291-0123. We need 54 people, and we will have set a record for this hour. And I'll be able to go upstairs and say, you know what, Josh? Josh Raymond, Father Simon hit a new record because his listeners showed up.
0: All right, Father Simon fans, you, you heard Peter. You need to get a hold of us right now. We have matching funds, any gift, any amount that you have is going to be doubled if you get a hold of us right now. It's a great hour to give with your money being matched and doubled. Give online at relevantradio.com. Head on over to uh, the Relevant Radio app. It only takes about a minute to give online or you can call 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. Give from the heart.
2: But I-
1: getting sweeter each day in heaven there's no heartaches no tears it's true true. so you know walking toward the face of christ that's a nice thing from today's reading all right but let us go to calls phone calls.
2: hello ghostbusters
1: not anymore. I'm retired, Catherine. What can I do for yes, you?
2: Father, oh, I have. I was confused about what I was reading in Genesis, Father. Last Saturday, it says, "And Laban lived a hundred and eighty-two years, and begot a son, and he called his name Noah. And that after, uh, as Laban lived after he begot Noah, five hundred and ninety-five years, and." Uh, he, all the days of Lamech came to 777 years. I was curious, why is there the years given before he had any children?
1: Well, <laughs> I suppose it's because that's when you start living, when you have kids, because, boy, that'll test you like crazy. I mean, this was a significant watershed in his life. Uh, um, that that uh, that's my assumption. I mean, I've noticed that too. That that uh, let me look up Lamech. Um, okay, uh, look that up. All right, all right. This is Lamech, the father of Noah. All right, who is Lamech? Okay, are there two Lamechs? It may be that there are two Lamechs in the Bible. There's that's a little. You see, what well, problem with the Bible is? Before it was written down, it was handed on orally, and these stories were collected at some point. And these are stories that spoke of the relationship of God to human beings. And on occasion, there were two different stories handed down, and they put both of them in the scripture because they were both important. They both they both spoke. Uh, um, uh, um, they both spoke to to um, the. Um, Speak to the human heart, and we're talking about if anybody's curious, Genesis 5:25 and following. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he had a son named Lamech. Lamech was born. Methuselah lived 782 years. During that time, he had other sons and daughters. So Methuselah lived a total of 969 years. Then he died. When Lamech was 182, he had a son. Um, uh, Lamech named his son Noah. So Now, this is a big problem in general, the, the years. Uh, I, 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 sometimes there are huge, um, I mean, very long. Did they actually live that long? Maybe they did. I wasn't there. But I remember the old yogurt commercials uh, when they tried to convince Americans that yogurt wasn't simply spoiled milk and create a market for it. And they talked about these people in some place in Central Asia, really, really, Badistan, and uh, they lived to be 128 climbing trees because they ate yogurt. And somebody went back to investigate what had happened to these people, and none of them lived 128 years, but they had enough dignity and respect in the community that they they might as well have lived 182 years because they reverenced old age, which we do not. So that might have been part of the meaning of these. These these dates may be literal, as I say, I wasn't there, or they may be symbolic because Life gets shorter and shorter and shorter the farther we are from the garden and the farther we are from the presence of God. So these dates have have symbolic meanings as well as physical meanings. I don't know if that helps at all.
2: Thank you so much, Bobby.
1: Well, you're blessing. welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. And I hope I, hope it, I, hope I you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. Where's the salt shaker? Okay, let's go to Barbara. There's the salt shaker. Barbara from Minnesota, what can I do for you, Barbara? Hi, hi, Father. Thank you for
2: taking my call. Um, we have a small Bible study group, and we were talking about if a person is baptized Catholic um, and later on renounces their faith, do they um, still basically remain Catholic, or are they Christian? Are they? Can you really renounce your Catholic
1: faith? Uh, well. <laughs> You can renounce participation in it. Now, it, 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 I think there are a lot of things that depend on the situation. The, the answer I was raised with was no, you can't. But I would say, was this person baptized and raised Catholic? If they, um, if they far, entered. Yes. In,
2: as far as I know, yeah, then
1: yes. Mm-hmm. You see, yeah. the word sacrament means oath to the death. It means a covenant. It's a Latin word. It's an outward sign instituted by Christ to give grace. But the Latin word sacrament means oath to the death, a covenant oath. And can you reject a covenant oath? No, you cannot. You are still responsible for it. Now, if that person, you know, oh, I was baptized Catholic, my grandmother told me, but I never knew anything about it. That person is not actively rejecting their Catholic faith. And I think God will... Will take that into account. They were, you know, sworn to an oath they didn't know about. But if a person, uh, you know, when you're seven years old, that's an age of reason. And uh, you know, if they if they were entered into those covenants, and if they went to communion on Sunday, which is a covenant, or any day of the week, they're rejecting a covenant oath. And, okay. and you, you can't do that once you've, you know, I, I pointed out, I was it yesterday that the covenant is, a, I give you myself that you might give me yourself. They've given themselves to God by going to Holy Communion, by, by being confirmed. Um, uh, in addition to the, the gift of their baptism, they've given themselves to God and say, I'm taking myself back and I'm going to give, I'm going to go to this other church because I like it better. That's exactly what's going on. They're mad at the Catholic Church, okay. <laughs> and and they want to go to another church because they like it better. In other words, it's the same thing. Can you get unmarried? I don't like you anymore, so I'm leaving you. That's what they're doing. And, mm-hmm. and no, you can't. You can't cease being Catholic if you are in fact Catholic. If you found out in old age that you were baptized Catholic, and gosh, I never knew. Well, I think. God will put in an extra clause in the contract. Uh-huh. But but uh, if you actively reject the Catholic faith because something else is shinier, I, I don't think you can do that. You still have the responsibility of the covenant. If you think of Catholicism as a covenant with the Lord, of seven, seven covenants, that's different. Does that help a little? Um, yeah, so if,
2: um, say, a person was baptized Lutheran, came into mm-hmm. the Catholic Church, then they received uh, confirmation in the Catholic mm-hmm. Church. Then that sort of
1: supersedes the, the Lutheran um, Baptist. Well, I don't think Lutherans, Lutherans don't have the same, the same theology of sacraments that we mm-hmm. do. Okay. And the validity of those sacraments is different you know they didn't receive those sacraments they would say they of course we receive them from christ why are they less valid but they don't have what we call the apostolic succession hands did not mm-hmm. touch hands that touched hands all the way back to christ and and so they are not bound by the by their their sacraments the way that we would consider ourselves bound by them um, they they certainly don't believe what we believe about sacraments. So that would be a little different. And I, I've heard it said that, you know, by uh, some great thinkers, when you become a cat, if you're a Protestant, become a Catholic, you lose nothing. Uh, you still have the Bible. You still have Jesus. And you have these wonderful seven sacraments and seven more books of the Bible <laughs> and all sorts of other sources of grace. Well, if a Catholic bec I think it was Samuel Johnson who said he did not understand how a person could leave the Catholic church without losing his mind because you lose so much. So, if a person leaves Protestantism and Protestants don't say oh he was a Lutheran and became a Methodist, how terrible they would say he was a Lutheran and became a Catholic how terrible some of them would but but the idea is that not all of those so the things are better than they used to be but the point being that that um, uh, the 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 sacramental responsibilities it's understood in Protestantism is quite different so I hope that helps Barb Yep. Yes, it does. Thank you. you. Gloria, real quickly, we have uh, um, uh, just a few seconds.
2: Yes, Father. Uh, Good
1: afternoon. Okay.
2: My question is, is it okay to perform a play in church? Uh, there's,
1: There's an ancient custom. There is an ancient custom of morality plays, religious plays that are in effect a preaching of the gospel. So if this play that was performed in church is about the faith, that's one thing. And it was done with reverence, I would, I would take this pastor, I'd take the Blessed Sacrament out. But if it's done with reverence and it's about the gospel, that's one thing. If it's a secular play that's just using a background, your church a background, not so good. All right, we're going to the call center.
0: And here we are, Father Simon Neal Robbins, along with Peter Atkinson of the Merry Beggars. And we only need 39 more Father 39. Simon fans. 39. Can you be one of 39 people to step forward and make this a record setting hour of Father Simon Says? Show your support for Father Simon. Show him some love at relevantradio.com. The relevant radio app or 877 2910123. And we have dollar for dollar match this hour for the next, at least for the next five minutes. Don't know about next hour, but we do right now.
3: That's right. And we have five minutes left to get 39 people to show up for Father Simon and set a new record and vote for Relevant Radio to be on the air. And we have so many interesting ways, so many beautiful ways to thank you for being part of the family, for, you know, being part of what we're doing here, which is spreading Christ's word across America and across the world. And If you give $100 a month, you'll get a sleeping St. Joseph statue. I have one in my office. I put prayer intentions uh, underneath it. And then a couple weeks, months later, I remember, oh, wait, I put a prayer intention, pull it up, bam, it's often answered. So if you have something (laughs) that you need to set it and forget it to pray about, the sleeping St. Joseph statue is a, a fantastic reminder of how to do that. And it's also a great way to remember that you are building Christ's kingdom by supporting Relevant Radio. And if you get $50 a month, you'll have a beautiful wall crucifix. I've seen this and held it. It's a beautiful wooden and metal crucifix that hangs on your wall. It's 10 inches tall. I would love one of these on my wall. So if you want a wall crucifix, a sleeping St. Joseph statue, you can give $50 a month, $100 a month. Whatever you can give, though, please step up. We only have a few minutes left to set a record. If if the Holy Spirit is hanging on your heart, if you hear Father Simon, you hear Kale, you hear Drew— and you are grateful for this type of programming, let them know, become part of the family. You'll get different gifts for us. Thank you, New. You'll feel proud that you are building this network in America. You are part of the solution to our culture. And you can do that in three simple ways. Go to relevantradio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or call one 123 Relevant Radio is such a gift, and you are giving that gift not only to yourself, but to others all around America.
0: 35 to go, Peter. 35. 35. more people to step forward, show your support for Father Simon. Father Simon says, and it's a dollar-for-dollar dollar match. It's a great time to give. Three minutes left in the hour. We need to hear from you. Thirty. Can you be one of 35 people it. to help us break this record of the number of gifts we get this hour? 877-291-0123. Give online, fast, safe, secure at relevantradio.com or on the relevant radio app. A lot of new friends checking in to uh, support Father Simon this hour, Uh, new donors to Relevant Radio, and Deborah is in a new Relevant Radio market. Fort Wayne, Indiana, a $100 gift, instantly becoming $200 with the matching funds. Uh, We also heard from Elaine in Covington, Kentucky, with a $100 gift. Thank you, Elaine. Michael, San Diego, a $20 gift. Thank you. Heidi in... um, Let's see, Belfontaine, Ohio, a $50 gift becoming $100 this hour. And Sophia in Las Vegas, $25. Keep those gifts coming in. Help us hit that record this hour. Relevantradio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123.
3: And there are two scripture passages that come to mind. One is St. Paul, who says faith comes through hearing. Well, what better way to spread the faith than just through hearing, through the radio waves? And the other is the the um, the parable about the woman giving the Two pieces of uh, the two coins into the temple. Whatever you have. I'm seeing gifts. Kyle from Texas giving $10. Thank you, Kyle. Joan giving $50. Manuel giving $20. $500. All over the place. You're seeing people who have means, people who don't have means. Please, please. Give what you can, because what ultimately matters is are you responding generously to the gifts that God is giving you? And are you helping us spread God's word throughout America and throughout the world? And again, we can't do this without your support. And I I know we can do it. We only have two minutes left, uh, a minute left to hit our record how many people do we have left neil 27 20, 27 26 now 26, 26
0: 25 oh, keep them coming okay. in. keep them coming in relevantradio.com the app or 877-291-0123 father simon fans we have a dollar for dollar match please help us out help us break that record this hour give now at relevantradio.com or
1: on the app